From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Here we go. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. And Diego's back. Yay! Come on, Diego. Wearing the championship uh, Tampa Bay Lightning uh, cap on this morning as he comes into the studio looking all Rory Rory. You got your Rays underwear on and your uh, Buccaneer T-shirt on underneath all that. uh, How do you go from three up? And they're, let yourself lose three. They're, yeah, they let themselves. Yeah, that's how that's how most professionals like to look at it. Well, you know, we let ourselves do that. That's why we're trying to make it interesting, get the ratings up, uh, I guess. Uh, so. Well, there was a time in my life I, I really wondered whether or not some of these sports, you know, in these playoffs would sit there and say, okay, you got me. Let's just turn around and make it interesting and make it so all our clubs could make a little money commercials that's, commercials that's called uh that's called cheating you know there's that's lots of people, cheating there's lots of people betting on those games and that would be uh shaving points and doing all that i'd be cheating it's only cheating if you get caught <clears throat> it's still cheating they didn't get caught so god sees cheating. you <laughs> so it's all good uh welcome in everybody beautiful saturday morning if you are not uh up and about yet and you had not stepped outside uh, do yourself a favor. I don't care if you're in your BVDs, tidy whities big old drawers, whatever. Get yourself a cup of coffee and walk outside because it is nice. It feels very, very nice outside today. This would be one of those New Hampshire days where they'd be like, oh, I bet the leaves are turning. We're way out here in Florida. It's It feels cool enough to feel that way. <laughs> it's not f- quite 40-ish. But uh, it feels really dry and really nice outside, and, uh, and it's been a while since it's. I today is the first day where I felt like fall is around the corner. You're gonna put socks on with your flip flops? No, no, that doesn't happen till around thirty nine ish, thirty <laughs> somewhere around there, thirty eight, thirty nine. You already have him pegged. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, I was on the sidelines in Green Bay. It was twelve below zero with the winds. Okay. And I still had shorts on. People were in the stands in these deer hunting suits. You know, these big uh, Michelin man suits were like screaming, are you out of your freaking mind? What is wrong with you? I go, I got a jacket on. I got boots on. We're all good. And they're like, you you all make it to (laughs) halftime. Which I did because they don't understand on the sidelines. There's like these giant, you know, 747 size nuclear heaters. Heaters. Blasting a uh, ten thousand degree air. Yeah, it, it's not as cold down here as you think it is. You know the announcers. You know Gene Negron. It's a blistering twelve below zero here at the legendary Lambeau Field, and uh, it's otherwise. How do you think those guys are out there running around in skin tight uh, clothing around and not freezing to death? <laughs> I mean seriously. Yeah. I mean uh, there is no insulation in the NFL uniform. The spandex. <laughs> Although I will say they, the NFL had the best, the best 
long underwear I think I've ever, ever worn. That stuff, man, would make you sweat. It worked so well. I don't care if it was 40 degrees or 40 below. It was it was good stuff. Thermax. It's normally uh, 40 below in here. <clears throat> yeah, I haven't got to the uh, temperatures yet. <laughs> oh, and speaking of clothing, you see what your boy Michael Singleton's got on over there? It's because I freeze in here, man. It's, it, it's the so Under Armour shirt? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It ain't the Mr. long sleeves. M- he, you know. He thought it was all about the long sleeves and the color when they uh, first of all went, oh, dude, that's, oh, you were catching all kinds of stuff oh, on yeah. the air, Under too. Armour. Come and there on. he is, man, yeah. out there supporting uh, you know the anti hunter, uh, drop yep. a show, all that stuff. I'll He's tell you what, it. here, man, let me just take this. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> It'd be better to have you bare chested in here than uh, <laughs> Under Armour. I'm wearing th- Under Armour inside this studio. Being fairly new, I wasn't going to rag on him too, bud. For heaven's sakes, man. I want to go rag on them. You know what they got to do? They have to do like the NFL. Just put some black gaffers tape over it. You know, put some, put some, uh, some duct tape over it so the NFL won't find you for it. You walk in here with Under Armour, that's a thousand bucks. Come on. Oh, wait. You already bought me a Mountain Dew. So well, let's just call it even for the day. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but Michael Singleton is uh, back in the studio today. Jonathan's out messing around doing something. And uh, <clears throat> I don't know, had some honeydews or something that Mama said you got to do this weekend or there'll he's be a death in the family. So He's up in the woods. Is that where he went? Yep, he's up in the woods. He's up in Bluntstown? Yep. yep. So he finally. Filling feeders and stuff like that. Finally meandered up there to see if there was any uh, damage or anything from the uh, storm that decided to move through. I guess it's a good thing. Although he said that uh, from the pictures and everything, he only had one one and done or something that was knocked over by a BR buyer. Well, that's because his strap broke. Strap broke. Or come off. I don't know. Boom. But. But. I don't know. <laughs> he, when he straps him things to the tree. The tree's going. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's there. It's like uh, putting a turtleneck on a four-year-old. Dad, this is really tight. <laughs> Can you loosen this up a bit? <clears throat> I can't really breathe it right uh, Well, that's good to know that he's up there getting ready. That means he's uh, getting ready for hopefully uh, November, October, end of October, mm-hmm. November. You know, yeah. get up there and uh, see if he could do a little uh, pea shooting up there. I think he's oh. listening this morning. I turn around, I. I've been seeing some deer right at the house again lately. Uh, so. They're starting to move around a little bit. I, I got a few pictures from our buddy Tommy Free out there in his Missouri property out there. And uh, he said there's been a lot of activity around his place. And his place has now become the haven because there's nothing, there's no activities, there's no stuff going on out there. So lots of immense bucks have been showing up on the camera. And a lot of them are now encountering themselves or others that they've never seen before. So with so many chicks around on the property, you can just imagine what's happening. Let's let's just say ladies' night, 2 o'clock in the morning, you know what's going to happen. No. I've never, gonna be- been, <laughs> I've never been out at a ladies' night at 2 o'clock in the morning. Bill's looking at you like, uh, I have uh, no uh, clue, Mike, man. Mike, did you what? ever? were you ever out at 2 o'clock oh, in the morning? Oh, yeah. Yes. Of course he oh, has. Oh, bad decisions. Listen, Any listen, red-blooded American. Lights are about to come on. You make all the bad no, decisions. No, no. One more beer. I thought you were <laughs> better at that, that you'd be out of there before 2 o'clock in no, the morning. No, no. You know, if they brought out the tequila, it was like, I wasn't leaving until the lights came ding, on ding, and they ding. were sweeping. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> last call, last call. <laughs> or they brought out free pizza. 
Yeah. <laughs> we don't want you going home with empty bellies with your DUIs. Uh, no, I'm saying that uh, you bring that many chicks into one room, and on ladies' night, 2 o'clock, they wouldn't let the guys in till what, like 11-ish or oh, so? Yeah. And then uh, then the competition begins. Oh, yeah. Oh, and it's free for ladies to get in. That's right. Dollar beers $18 or whatever. $18 for the guy to sure. get in. Sure. Yeah, buy drinks for all the ladies. And then... Uh, Usually it's, you know, you got your big hairy uh, drunken eyeball set on one, you know, female fatale over there in the corner. You've been buying her drinks all night, and then some big burly comes in there and steals your thunder. And Better next, closer. Next thing you know, uh, hey, hey, dude, I've spent like $50 on this woman, man. Back up off. Break your trans off. And bam, 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 bam. It's on. And that's exactly what happens when you bring all the does around. And uh, you got bucks that are out there prancing that have not seen each other ever before. The years get a little bit laid back. I saw her first. I've been sniffing around here, making scrapes, doing my thing. And you come walking in here? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> so he's got some pretty good stuff out there running around. I didn't go into detail on his uh, when he informed me of this uh, dilemma that he's now going he's, through. He's just torturing you. He is in a, in a sort of kind of way. But uh, it's a good kind of torture. I like to see it. Dude, the man's been working on that property for years. Maybe. Just, maybe. And, and I think it literally killed like two deer off of it. And then Just he let, two. And, and he let the veterans do that. He brought disabled veterans in, said, the man, this is an easy honey. You guys want to shoot some does? Come out and do it. And, that's and, cool. And that's all he did. He's never taken a buck off of that property. He's been working, working, working. Just like Jonathan's doing today. Working, working, working. Working. Putting in food plot, hopefully. Taking a break, you guys. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. If you want to call in and beat up on Bill George, go right ahead. 888-404-1010. It's 888-404-1010. We'll take a fast one. Brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors, Spring Gun, uh, Bill George, and Mike Singleton, and Diego. He's here uh, in the studio today. If you'd like to call him and welcome him back. Uh, we are uh, just sitting here pleasantly enjoying the uh, inside of the uh, beautiful Beasley Empire Studio. And notice there are a few changes in here because, you know, we got a big superstar. You know, um, the Schnitt Show has uh, brought itself over here to the Beasley Broadcasting Empire. Not only is he on Q105. 104.7 for uh, you digital folks out there. But uh, this is now, our studio is now being shared by Sue, the executive producer of his show. So they had to make some upgrades in here, which is good for us because we got TV now. <laughs> it's only been like, what, 10 years, something like that? I don't know, eight years? What has it been? I don't, I don't even know anymore. And uh, the problem is, is that uh, it's on CNN. Why, why would it be on the why would it be on that channel? I don't know. There is a clicker uh, there, but I'm not I, touching it. Is there it. a clicker? Yeah. Dude, there should be a really good fishing show on this morning. They got probably got cable. If they got that on there, we uh, might be able to get listen, some stuff on there. They probably have cable. What does CNN stand for? Communist Net News Network? <laughs> no. 
Clinton News Network? Clinton what era? What Clinton, era? Yeah. What so, era are you referring to? Cable News Network. Oh, is that, is that what it stands for? Um, <laughs> I thought somehow, somehow so, Ted, Ted Turner's name would be in there somewhere. Well, the other thing is the last few weeks I've been wondering, why the heck isn't there a garbage can in here? Uh, well, we got one of those, too. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> That's been about eight years since we had a garbage can. So, yeah, man, we're moving on up. <laughs> Thanks, we are Sue. getting there to the east side. Uh, speaking of uh, CNN, did you guys watch any of the uh, presidential debate for anything that might interest you whatsoever? Uh, I was in a hull of a boat. I uh, kind of figured you were, and I noticed that Mike went out and did a little gator hunting this past week as well. So I'm sure you missed it, too. He, he, I missed it. <clears throat> he's, he's, he's had a wonderful time gator hunting. I, uh, I, I missed it uh, not out of because... Um, well, basically because I didn't want to watch any of it anyway. Because I always think, why, why should I? I already have my mind made up. <clears throat> I mean, I, I like to hunt. I like to own firearms. I mean, it's pretty pretty good no-brainer for, for you, me to do, do my Do you pick. turn around and go to a gun shop? Do you look at other guns? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you already have guns. Oh. <laughs> what, where, what direction are you going in? I don't well, understand. Well, just because you've already made up your mind doesn't mean you don't say, keep yourself educated on what people's policy ideas I don't might care. be. I don't, I don't care what the other side is thinking. As soon as I hear they're going to take oh, away your so ARs. So it's the and, other side. Yeah, that takes away the ARs and uh, ammo and taxes and well, taxes on uh, magazines and all the other great and wonderful things they want to do. I'm like, that's but, not for me. But so. at, at this point, it's all a bunch of uh, whatever they want to say. You already know what they've got out there, their agenda. Now it's just spitting out, just trying to pull what they can the last little bit. You know, that's both sides of the of the, of the deal here. It's, you know, right now, if, if, they, if they're on the radio, they're sitting there telling you what you want to hear. You know, you know everything they've that, done and are gonna do before. That's, that's what they do. That's that's part of the definition of a politician, and it really doesn't matter which side it is. That's why I don't trust politicians. Yeah, I don't or, understand your point. If a guy comes in and says he's gonna take my guns away, you're not getting my vote. That's as well, simple so as that. And give then, it a try. Uh, I don't want to <laughs> give it a try. You give up yours first. <laughs> How's that sound? I'm not giving up mine. Well, I tell you what. Let me give me the 300 win mag, and I'll hold on to it. And when I feel that you're right to get it back, I'll give it back to you. But I'm going to ask you to do a lot of things to get it back. <laughs> you know, to make sure that you're safe and sane, and uh, you know, there's lots of people around no, you. They're going to. They're going to. I'm going to around. talk to your neighbors. I'm going to go talk to your employer, or your doctor, and everybody else. Ensure and make sure that it's okay for me to let you use it, Mr. George. How many? Consecutive commission meetings have you attended? Blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry, sir. No right man in the right mind would go to that many commission meetings and not get anything done. So that's you, a right. You that's can't, a First Amendment can't right. Be upsetting that's mind. a First Amendment right. You can go ahead and talk all you want to, but as soon as somebody gets on stage and says, "Are you going to go after the AR-15s?" Yeah, you're darn right we are. <clears throat> and then we're going to tax you for every single magazine that you have, and then we're going to increase the taxes on ammunition. And then we're also going to make your 1022, your Remington 7600, uh, your Remington Fieldmaster and Speedloader. Not my 1022. They're all going to be illegal because they hold more than 10 rounds. Or or, what, or hey. they have the possibility of a detachable magazine. I mean, seriously, dude. I mean, what are you going to have, permanent plugs put in Mossberg 500s where you can only put three rounds in it? Cricket. 
Just get you a little cricket. Sure. Yeah. I got a cricket. I got two crickets, as a matter of fact. You got two crickets. Yeah. One that my brothers uh, beat up all through their childhood, and then I bought my daughter a nice uh, bubblegum pink one last Christmas. Uh, hey, Matt got her first one last year, too. It's an a awesome pink camo. Yeah. Well, y'all, dude, I, uh, the pink was all good till I made the mistake of showing her the Muddy Girl camo. And it was like, oh, Dad, you should have got this one. I went, you know what? We'll go down Ace Hardware, get some rattle cans. Yeah. You can do anything yeah. you want to do. Don't care. Mac got her last. Mac got hers last year, and all she wants to do is shoot it. Yeah, I know. That, she asked a thousand times. Those things are great. Well, where great do you take her to shoot? Up at Jonathan's, all the way to Bluntstown. Oh yeah, just to shoot a gun. Oh, I take her over to shoot straight too. Oh yeah, well that's fine. Get over there. Why don't you uh, just find yourself a nice little uh, somewhere back in the woods somewhere. I'll take her out back if that's the deal, but I always take her over to shoot straight. She can go in there and shoot as much as she wants. And Not that I'm saying that I know anybody who does it, but even here in the city of St. Petersburg, there's uh, areas where you can shoot in your backyard if said uh, backstop is legal. And, uh, you know, maybe you want to shoot just some uh, CB caps or shorts, man. They're just as loud and just as powerful as basically a pellet rifle. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about 700 feet per second, so getting out there and just doing a little is, is uh, not a bad thing. Out there in Plant City, we can do it. I'm pretty sure as long as it stops back there, right? Yeah, yeah. As long as you got, uh, as long as you got uh, the proper uh, stoppage for the amount of uh, horsepower that you're going to be throwing at it, you're all good. But, <clears throat> but back to the subject. Uh, am I going to get the 300 win mag today or uh, tomorrow, or do I have you to c- knock? You or? come try and take it. Oh, you know what? Don't make me red flag you. <laughs> Don't make me show up there with a little red flag and bang on the door and go, we're here, I Bill say George, what, I need you. I say, what 300 win, Meg? Yeah. Yeah, lost it in a gator hunting incident. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that? Not gator hunting, because you can't use them gator hunting. Oh, that, that's so true. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. That, that, that Floating just deer aid hunt? to my dilemma. Floating a hog hunt, something like that yeah, on that realm? yeah. Uh, all I'm saying is that, uh, you know, Bill George is right. Pay attention to what they're saying and all that stuff and find out what works for you and cast your vote. Me personally, I, I'm not voting for the guy who's coming after my stuff. So, um, or raising my taxes on anything else of my stuff. Uh, I, I don't like the, the sounds of that. So I've made up my mind a long time ago because I already, already knew, as, as uh, Mr. Singleton pointed out, I already knew the agenda from way back when. I mean, we even played the old, uh, you know, the old Joe Sniffy Joe video where it was, you know, go out on the, go out on the balcony and fire two blasts. Great one this past week. During the debate, the one that I saw that was highlighted was uh, Sniffy telling them the NRA and everybody else that why would cops have to go shoot people? Why don't you just, you know, shoot them in the leg? <laughs> I saw that. You know, instead of shooting to kill, shoot them in the leg. <laughs> just shoot them in the leg. Why am I using deadly force if I don't need to use deadly force? Can you imagine, just imagine, the amount of lawsuits that would come out of anything where a police officer uh, blows somebody's uh, shin off and uh, they can never walk or run or or do the job that they thought they were going to be able to do in the future and how much that would cost the taxpayers for to do that. Then next week, they're robbing your house with one leg instead of two. <laughs> a great example. Hey. Knew a nurse back in the day, before we had the Castle Doctrine in the state of Florida. She would walk to her car at night at the end of her shift, always carried a snub nose in her purse. 
Uh, forgot said snub nose. Husband said I will swing by and give you mine, you know, so that you have it. I'll drop it off uh, for you at, at lunch. Well, she had a, he has he carried a Charter Arms uh, Bulldog, which is a forty four special. As she's coming out, lo and behold, it's one of those days where synchronicity works. Guy comes up, puts his uh, puts her head in the yoke of his elbow, picks her up off her feet, starts to drag her to parts unknown in the United States of America, dragging her out of the parking lot from her car. She reaches in her purse, doesn't want to shoot by her head or can't get a shot behind her, so she just lays the muzzle across his forearm and pulls the trigger. Blows every piece of muscle and tissue and everything off of the forearm to the elbow. Completely destroys it. Arm is useful, drops her. Of course, they catch him a few blocks, miles, whatever, later at another hospital. He turns around, sues her for everything she freaking owns because now he can't go do the job that he originally used to do, which was a carpenter, where he can't, you know, use a hammer or do anything anymore and can't work anymore because of the injury sustained while he was trying to. Because now you had to prove that he was going to do whatever it was that you thought he was going to do to you. Rape, murder, rob, steal, whatever it was. That was back then, how things have changed. Because of said lawsuits like that, why are these innocent people being sued for something where all a guy has to do goes, ah, she was getting ready to step on a copperhead, so I just picked her up, moved her back, and then she crazy woman shoots me. You can come up with any story you want to at that point. <clears throat> then that is why you don't shoot to wound. As Bill George pointed out, why would you use deadly force if you're not going to commit deadly acts? Yep. Uh, you know, I don't know and about your dad, but my dad said if you're going to pull a gun, you better be ready to sh- use it. And, and two, if you pointed at somebody, you better be ready to kill them. One and less that, witness. Uh, well, that's well, what you no, got to do. I, and I tell people that who, who want to take a gun for carry, it's like you got to mentally be capable of, of shooting. I think a lot of people that <clears throat> that buy firearms, and you could jump in, Mike, if you think I'm wrong, but uh, I think a lot of people buy them because they think that just if they take it out and get it out there and then maybe whip off a round and don't even hit them, that somehow or another that will end the situation. No, 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 no. <laughs> it won't. But it, it, it's like an, an another animal. If they turn around and you go and the dog senses fear in you, he kind of he's going to do totally different as opposed to if, if if he sees that you're not afraid you know he he's less likely sometimes to come attack you and uh, uh, some of these crooks are the same way if they see you and they know there's a hesitation in there yep it, that's it, all it you, takes you've turned the tide to their side all, Split you've, all you've done is uh ticked them off and if you've but, missed them oh they can't shoot anyway yeah they're right, going to yeah. take it away from take you and chance. shoot you you know what? If you ever go online and you watch social media or, or you know, a war movie, I don't care, uh, whatever, take your pick, uh, wounded men do fire back. Uh, and uh, I don't know how many countless ones where you've seen a firearm pulled and the guy that you're pointing at could give two creds in a handbasket that you got that thing in your hand. He's going to either make you shoot him or he's going to come over there and uh, take the first shot and take it away from you yeah. and use it on you or beat you to death or yeah. whatever it is. Uh, and I told my kids this a long time ago i said the only thing that you can ever point at a human being that will actually make them run is a flamethrower <laughs> because i don't pocket. because i don't care if you're a navy seal or a russian spetnaz as soon as that flamethrower goes 
<laughs> they all run. It's it's in our DNA. It's in our genetic code. We know one wants to burn alive. So if you, if forever, whoever it is is out there listening, invents a small pocket size flamethrower, which is by the way perfectly legal to own with Hair no spray and lighter, no NFL or NFA or anything like that. Uh, then uh, you would be a multimillionaire overnight. Look at Elon Musk. He made one to play with and, and sold out in what, two days? Sold out all of them? They were only like 400 bucks or something like that? A portable one? Yeah, it's only about the size of a Mossberg 500 Persuader. It only shoots about maybe 10, 12 feet at the most. Did Californians buy them all? Sure, why not? <laughs> Got to have one in your Prius. <laughs> protect yourself. Burns too much fuel. Protect yourself from all you guys who are driving by you at 70 foot in the off. All right, we're going to take a break. Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay right there. Braden Bill, Mike in the studio today. You know you're always welcome to call if you want to. You ain't got to. It's all on you. Well, the You're taking the risk. 888 The sun's starting to come up. Got cakes on the griddle. Life ain't nothing. Anyway, uh, welcome in, everybody. Uh, Thank God for It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. feather bed. Yeah, beautiful day in the neighborhood today. <laughs> It really Diego's is. Diego's like, what the heck is that? I don't know. <laughs> He's probably gonna look it up. John Denver. We got these uh got these signs in yesterday for uh chicken coops that says Koopa Cabana on it, you know, kind of play on words. And I started uh singing that the old song uh Copa Cabana. Yeah. You know. Of course half the people sitting around me are like, What is that? I've never heard that song before in my life. So I had to pull it up and I had to let them uh I had to let them listen to it. I just can't imagine, like Diego, how much music you could expose him to. Well, I mean, uh, you know, my children, you know, I tried to expose him to all the, the, the good stuff. And, you know, I hate to sound like those, you know, the older folks where you're like going, you know, back in my day. But, <clears throat> you know, when they, when they listen to songs, you know, from like Boston or uh, The Who or Rolling Stones or anybody like that, I'm like, you know, these guys are actually playing their instruments. They actually wrote these songs. They actually put those notes together. We had together. a few uh, artists of our day that didn't really play their stuff. Uh, they were more like crooners, though. They were singers. Uh, you know, they were the singers. Well, Millie Vanilli or whatever. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, that's, that was the beginning of the end. Come on, man. They were awesome. <laughs> that was the beginning of the end, lip syncing out there on the award show. You know, I mean, uh, gosh, that joke will never die. I mean, seriously, that'll be generational. But. But for me, I grew up listening to a lot of different stuff, um, you know, old country. The Archies. Yeah. Elvis Archie. Presley. Elvis. Are you Patsy Elvis? Klein. Buddy Patsy. Holly. Yeah. All Dude. Right. Oh, Guns N' Roses. Yeah. And then I <laughs> swing all the way now. over to ACDC, you yeah. know. 
Well, that's see, that's me. Mine is that seventies part. Mine's the seventies, you know, the the Who, uh, the the Rockers, and then into the you know the harder stuff and things like that to move along. And uh, mostly anything with guitars and everything else would be good. Yeah. Except when it, we came into the 80s when the glam rock, you know, Vince's era, that you know, the big hair bands and stuff like that. That's when I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going there. Spandex, big hair, and Aquanet, I- I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm out. So no Guns and Roses? No, ACDC. I can't stand whiners, man. I mean, oh. Axl Rose is a whiner when he sings. I can't stand it. Oh, I, I just man. can't stand his voice. It drives Heavy me insane. No, 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 no. Well, a little poison. <laughs> How long? <laughs> no. You know, yeah. that's when the, the, the grunge, everybody else on the other side, went looking for bands that are now, of course, huge, that were underground back then, uh, kind of like on the rap scene where you had guys that were handing out cassette tapes. You didn't know who uh, Biggie Smalls was or anybody else. So somebody in the neighborhood gave you his cassette. Yeah. And uh, I'll never forget the first time I ever saw Metallica. I was working the show down at Janet's Landing. Nobody had ever heard of them. Nobody knew who the heck they were. No one even knew they existed. And never had a radio play in their lives, but yet it was packed with like 14 and up skater dudes that all looked like Angus Young from ACDC that knew every single word of every song on the entire album. And they were all little skater punks. And you would think, you know, these kids don't know nothing. And they were all there, and they knew every word. They would they would literally stop singing and let the crowd just sing the whole thing, man. They knew everything hmm. for uh, just the album Justice. So it was really good. Anyway, back to the outdoors. Yeah, I, I turn around. I couldn't help but think Glenn should be up. I had asked him if he was going to be in town this weekend. I think he's in GA. Yeah, he's, he's up there opening of gun. He says, not going to be there. What? He He's not going to be at the, his house. I'd asked him about coming out and looking for the one off the dock. I'm more than welcome to come pursue said alligator, but... Uh, I ain't going to be there. He's going to be He's gonna be hunting. That's he, what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not going to be there. Yeah. He's going to be in Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, he's up there. Are you crazy? What did he spend on that lease? <laughs> I'm surprised he's not camping at the at the state line. Waiting for the season to start. Man, cross now. It started. <laughs> it started today. Gun season up there. Yes. Yeah, it started wherever, already. Wherever he's at. So. I wonder what the temp is up there in the big GA right Beautiful. now. Beautiful. Well, I mean, if it feels this good down here, I'm sure it's probably fabulous up there. It felt this good because we didn't have a lot of humidity. A little bit cooler. Yeah, a little drier, just, less just, humidity. It was awesome. You know. Woke up, I was I walked out of my house and into not a blast furnace of sweat. It was like, oh, this is nice today. That's why I said, man, if you haven't been outside yet, grab your coffee. Go sit on the back porch for a while. Enjoy it. It's going to be a good morning. It's going to be a good weekend, actually. It's supposed Beautiful. to be really nice. Little, little, breezy. little breezy, though. Yeah. I was hoping really to get out and start working some alligators. The boat that uh, George's son and his buddy had been working on for us for a very long time. Finally came together with all the fiberglass work and everything on it. And now I've been working on electrical, fuel lines, all the lighting, everything. So getting it all put back together, all new controls. The, the console's been totally redone. 
We put in hydraulic steering. That was kind of interesting, you know. It's funny that you bring up the boat subject because I have a gentleman that I know that uh, frequently comes in to buy ammunition and such, and he is an airboat builder. And I always asked him, I said, do you ever thought about building a specialty hull just for gator hunters? Because you know how airboats mm-hmm. are nice and wide and, you know, low to the water, that kind of thing. I don't know, you could do like a deck over type thing or you could have sides on it. Where you don't need them really high, right? And uh, where you could mount a motor, perhaps even in the middle, like the old mullet fishermen mullet, used to yeah, do. Yeah, the mullet boats. And you could have it in the middle so that you have open space all the way around the boat. And he literally walked away with that look in his eye, like, "Well, that's something to think about. I may have to get a napkin and a piece of paper and uh, see what I can do on well, that one." I know Dave. Marquette. Well, this boat here that you're showing me is uh, is a nice little setup, but. That's a Carolina skiff. But uh, what I'm saying is there's a lot of wasted space in there, dude. What's wasted? Well, you got the deck on the front. You got a deck on the back and not much room. You got that big giant steering box thingamahopper in the middle, right? That's, yeah. taking, that's taking up what do you uh, mean? all the square footage. What you do get, I need more square footage for? So you can have walk around. Uh, so you can have all the room to walk around. Plus, an airboat's nice and wide. Like a sea arc, you know, sea arc boats. That Dude, boat's sp- as wide as any of those airboats. Oh mm, uh, yeah. I don't know. I want to see. That boat, that's boat's plenty wide. It's stable, and for for hunting alligators, that's that's about as good as you get. The but only, it is a good one. I'm not. I'm the not only thing it. I could it's make that boat color. better is if it had shallower sides. That's what I'm saying. If you had the kind of lower sides on there, or it, if you could actually, you know, make one where the, the 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 deck is high and the back is high, and then there's a cutout lower side on each side where it was dropped down about four inches or so, so it was like geek, 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 where there's a little cutout, then that way you could well, lift them up over the side, especially when you're pulling in 13-footers, Bill George. Well, this one here. Or well, you angle the sides so you can slide it up uh, in there a lot easier. Bill's technique is, uh, it works pretty good. We pulled, uh, we pulled yeah. a nice gator in there without uh, yeah, we any turned problems. Around. It came right in. What? Do you know how he did his original 12-footer? <laughs> Winch. Took an air pump, a bicycle pump, stuck it in its mouth, blew it up, got it made, stuck, <laughs> a, stuck a kid on his back, handed <laughs> him one of the little shorty paddles, and said, hey. paddle it back to shore. <laughs> I had paddle it back. dragged it. I had a 11-foot uh, alligator in a 13-foot canoe with two adults one time. Tell Not me this guy, buddy. <laughs> Not this guy. One guy lifting, one guy lifting, two people bailing. That's what it was. That was the trip. All right, taking a break. Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Bill, and Mike in the studio today. If you want to call, go ahead. 888-404-1010. 888-404-1010. We are brought to you by Brandon Ford. Great weekend. We'll be back. Braden Bill and uh, Mike in the studio. Uh, Jonathan is up in Blunstown getting things prepared. Hopefully for a rowdy and wonderful deer season or whatever it is he wants to get out there and pursue. Be nice. I uh, had a, a dove hunt lined up for this weekend, but uh, apparently that fell through. 
fell through. Yeah, it fell through. You were going to take the kids? Uh, uh, it's a boys' weekend. Mom and uh, daughter uh, with the girlfriends. I headed over to uh, the River Ranch Resort. They're over there uh, messing around this weekend, so it was going to be Are they going to be boys weekend. and everything? Huh? They're going to be out there? I've seen some crazy stuff being posted about going to River Ranch. They're going to be out there uh, shooting some arch. It's the resort part of it. It's the nicer, cra- uh-huh. not-so-crazy side of it. But uh, going to do some archery, some horseback riding, all that kind of stuff that they wanted to do. Daughter was really excited about it. So me and the boy, we decided we were going to go out and um, <coughs> try to shoot some doves and see what we could do and kill them and uh, get them out there and get them on kind of deal. And uh, it, it, it got shut down. So we may have another place lined up for this afternoon. That was going to be on Sunday, but uh, so we may go out this afternoon and see if we can't fill the skies full of lead and miss everything we aim at. So it'll be a good time had by all. It's just, it's just a good day when you smoke burnt gunpowder. It is, yep. and it's a, it's a perfect day for it because it's kind of breezy, and when the sun goes down this afternoon, I think it'll be a little bit cooler, and it'll be nice, and we'll be under some trees waiting for them to whoop, beep, 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 come right over and do their thing. So we'll see what happens. I think we had somebody on the phone. Hello? Is anybody on the phone? Hey, it's Mac. I'm just asking Mr. Bill when we're going to go gator hunting again. Oh, oh Mac. We're, we're, we'll be here shortly. We're going to have our bigger boat done here real quick. I'm going to put it on the water today. Take a ride around. You ready to go catch one? Yeah. Now, who, who is this? This is my daughter. Uh, now, how, how old is she? Tell her, Mac. Tell him. I'm 10. 10? Did you hear the story yeah. where I said, you know, the last time he took a 10-year-old out, he killed an alligator, filled it full of air, and then made the little kid paddle it back to shore. Are you ready to do that? I no. Bet, no? No. I bet, I bet you if we told you it's okay, you'd do it. Mac, you know you would do it. Come on. <laughs> you'd sit right there on its back and stroke it Just like a canoe. Like a canoe. Yeah, sure. It's fine. Would you try it? No, I bang stick it. Oh. <laughs> no, but I've. <laughs> We're talking about after it's already dead, just to get it back to the truck. Would you paddle in with it? No. <laughs> ten years old. I got to say that already at ten years old, uh, if I heard those kind of th- words coming out of my ten-year-old, I would not worry about her dating life whatsoever. Nope. Hit him with a bang. Dad stick. wouldn't have to worry whatsoever. <laughs> Everything's all good. <laughs> Yeah, when she's telling him, you know, yeah, I went out there with my dad and my buddy Bill George killed a few 11-footers, bang, sticked him right in the head. They'd be like, okay. Uh, hey, Mac, tell him, tell him what uh, Mr. Bill showed you how to do after you bang stick. Scramble the brain. Yeah. Oh, with the, uh, you know, by the way, you still haven't picked up your fat. It's waiting I have for it, you. I have not stopped. Okay. Well, I have not that's your literally own not stopped. That's your own fault. Tell him it's his own fault, Mac. Tell him. It, it's his own fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what 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 day do you want to go out at? You want to go after work one day? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where does she work? Is she a cashier at Kmart? We, are we going <laughs> we got to turn around and sneak out with just you and your mom? Leave your dad working? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, Mac. You you couldn't do that to dad. That, now, that way you? that way you get to do more. He he won't be pushing you out of the way trying to take over. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was mom pushing me out of the way. Hey, give me that pole. It's her tag. Mm, well, that means it's she her tag. I'm not saying nothing. She you're, you're saying just that. there for entertainment. She value. just invites me, right? Yeah. Mac, I gotta ask you, were you scared ever? Were you ever scared when you were out on the boat? 
Not really. Yeah, even whoa, in the dark. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh-oh. When we when we turned around and I brought that eight and a half footer in the boat alive, were you right up there with me? No. Where were you? <laughs> that doesn't mean she was scared. That means she's smart. I mean, that tail get whipping around a ten year old. That thing you know is off their feet. Yeah, that's good on your part. You weren't scared. Yeah. You were just smart. We had yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. So, but I, I love the enthusiasm in your voice that you're ready to go again. You know, saddle up, let's go. She is. I mean, she's, she's not messing around. She's ready, and she 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 does a really good job. So, how many tags do you have left, Mac? We have one tag left. One left. Wait a minute. I thought your dad just went out this past week. What happened? We didn't get any. Oh, we. Yeah, okay. That's good. At least you were with him when you were disappointed. <laughs> I, I <gotta laughs> Father of the year here, buddy. Father of the year. Hey, at least you took her. I, I, uh, I got a question. What What has been the most interesting thing you've seen while you're out alligator hunting that wasn't about the alligator? Um... To try and get it, like to try and get it, like on the hook. Ah, but I'm saying, is there anything else you saw out there that 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 wasn't part of the hunt? Let's say we were out there and just just riding around. What else did you see? Anything f- interesting? What about the fish uh, that Mr. Bill caught? That uh, trying to hook a gator and brings in a fish. <laughs> a fish? You see, Have you seen the ospreys going down and getting fish out of the lake? Yes. Yeah. To me, it's it's beautiful just being out there riding around, watching other other wildlife and everything. Yeah. And, and you know, I I enjoy that, and I really enjoy taking you out and in, enjoy taking the time to go out there with you and and letting you see the things that I love. Bank doesn't care. She's a killer. She wants to she get is. a gator. She wants, get a, <laughs> she wants to get a gator and bank stick it. I mean, let's just get let's call it what it is, man. Osprey schmospray. Let's get out here and get an eleven footer. Let's go. She's like, why can't we shoot it with the gun, Dad? Yeah, yeah. Can you eat yeah. those? <laughs> but well, booty, have fun at uh, cheerleading, baby. Cheerleading? Okay. Yeah, she has cheer today. Oh, oh, oh. It, Wait, you made the mistake of telling me she's a cheerleader? Oh, Wait, yeah. Is she a cheerleader Listen. or is, is she a flyer? Are you a flyer or are you a tosser? What are you? I'm a base. Oh, a base. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's all Listen. about the base. Yeah. Listen, the base. my daughter started out as a flyer. We're, we're going to have to have, you're going to have to come up with a special cheer that if we get an alligator, <laughs> you're going to have to have a cheer for the ones that we let go and a cheer for the one that, that we keep. That could be a TV show. Mac ain't it. let nothing go. That's why I got to get it through her head. We can't, if you know you if you decide this is the one, it's it. That's it. No, oh, throw yeah. it back. <laughs> Sometimes you got to let them go. So, so think about your cheer or your chant, you know. I want to hear okay. it next time. You get with Gracie and Lacey, and uh, y'all come up with a good cheer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, honey. We lo- I love you. Have a good day. Bye. Bye, Bye. Max. Thanks for the call. What an awesome kid, man. You've done good so far, Father of the Year. Thanks, buddy, so far. Yeah. You know what? But welcome to the club. Taking an animal out from underneath your daughter. Welcome to the oh, club. Yeah. You're all good. <laughs> because apparently I did the same thing to my daughter as well. <laughs> At least in Bill George's eyes. Yeah, same whoa, whoa, thing. It's whoa, Bill whoa, whoa, George's whoa. eyes. Yeah, in Bill George's <laughs> eyes. Because he literally shot the pig 
She was closer to the pig than he was. She was closer to the <laughs> other mama pig surrounded by babies, okay. which is not a very safe place right. to be. The pigs aren't going to hurt her. Oh, yeah, so. sure. Yeah, talk that <laughs> yeah. smack now. I beg to differ. I beg so to differ. Have that's, you that's like I was telling you all earlier. Me and Ava, we're out. I shoot one. She's like, it's going to get up. It's going to get up. It's going to get up. I know. It's, I just do, do, do. Jonathan text. How many more did y'all kill? I said Ava was worried he was going to get back up, so I made sure it wasn't getting back up. I <laughs> wanted to make sure he was in heaven, sir. <laughs> I didn't want to make sure. He got right with God no, quick. No, Jonathan, who is a guide, sits there and says, how many of my pigs did he take <laughs> yeah, out that exactly. I can't sell a hunt on? Oh, yeah. That, that's it. <laughs> we get there, and Jonathan gives me the rules. Now, there's one out there that's, you know, real big one. I don't want you taking that one. Okay. And that, well, there's actually this one right over here, and he's right. He'll tell you where those pigs are, and he's right. That's where they are. But don't take this one. Don't take this one. Don't take this one. Don't take that one. No, no, no. Those are, those are for other hunts. What can I take? Oh, you can take the rest of them. Just don't. And I'm like. All right, forget it. Yeah, but that's good to know because right, I, right. I, I mean I think that a lot of people when they hit the woods like that they don't know. I've all, I've missed a lot of opportunities with, uh, you know, getting back and I and I say, did you see anything? Well, I had like three coyotes come through and a bobcat and you know some. Did you shoot them? Well, oh no, you didn't say I could. Damn nah, man, you should have shot them. I'm like, well, you didn't tell me I could yeah, shoot them. You, you know, so if you're you, you learn, it's a learning process to it, know that what you can and can't shoot. If you're a guest. On somebody else's place. That's right. And you aren't giving the thumbs up on what you can take, don't shoot it. Well, I mean, I I know that I was sitting in the woods when I was pistol hunting one time and shot a big old pig. And I literally, it was uh, during regular general gun season, I was surrounded by monster gobblers all over the place. So they were just, you know, pick picking around, just hanging out, scratching, not doing anything, look at me, give me the hairy eyeball. They didn't care. So I instantly get on the phone. I'm like... So, uh, T, is it okay if I uh, if I shoot a gobbler? That's the one beautiful thing about messaging. And instantly it came back, don't you dare touch my gobblers. 10-4. <laughs> so I'm just well, like sitting there going, oh, man, this is not good. This is torture. Well, that's the funny thing. looking at me. With Jonathan, it's his, pro- his property is he can tell you exactly what's going to run through there, how many is going to run through there, like a science. He's like... At this, at this one, there's going to be five or six come through. There's going to be one big one. Don't take the big one out. Okay. All of a sudden, feeder goes off. Five or six come through. One big one. Huh, Leave that one alone. Yep. Yeah, well, you know what? That comes you from there being there a lot. Yeah, he's got it that, down to a science. If, yeah. if you shoot that one, you sit there and say, there was a bigger one. I didn't shoot it. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. Jonathan knows what is on his property. It may be fifteen hundred acres. He can tell. But you I swear every there was a bigger on one. Property. There yeah. was a bigger one. Yeah. It must have been new guy. Yeah, new, new guy moved guy. in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It must be a two a.m. at the hey, bar again. Hey. <laughs> I remember one time uh, out hog hunting, and I shot a very large red hog. I was out with uh, Mr. Kerry Lightsey and. Uh, he said, when you guys get out there, you know, just go ahead and go shoot you a couple of meat hogs and all that other stuff. And so this big red one goes running by, and I running shot with my little 44 mag carbine. Boom, dropped it. He comes riding up on the horse. He goes, that's shot? not a meat hog. He goes, he goes, <laughs> who shot this hog? And, of course, Steve Austin threw me right out of the bus. He did, Mr. Lightsey, like a little <laughs> kid pointed right at me. And he goes, I thought I said to shoot a meat hog. I said, oh, you mean meat, M-E-A-T. I said, I thought if you meet M-E-E-T, if you meet a hog, you shoot it. 
And I got him laughing so much he forgot all about it, just like rode away on the horse. He was like, okay, that's what you want to play? All right, bye-bye. I was running out of here. I'm and he didn't back. get invited back. <laughs> <laughs> Been back quite a few times. Because <laughs> I make him laugh. All right, top of the hour break. Hour number two is right around the corner. Stay right where you are. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by our good friends out of Brandon Ford. Lots of great deals this weekend and a beautiful day to go Christmas shopping, maybe. Oh, yeah, it's Christmas. is right around the corner. Or Thanksgiving. I don't know if you get presents on Thanksgiving. but All right, we're going to take a break. We're Big and Wild. Be right back. <laughs> 